What's going on? This song's gonna be stuck in your head, isn't it? <laughs> stuck in mine already. Wednesday, April eighth. Well, that that <laughs> well that ended awful quick, didn't it? Yeah. Wednesday, April eighth, twenty twenty. This is episode three hundred and seventy eight. This is gonna be my interview with Radio Mylar from Oh, what a glorious morning! I like saying that. I can barely say it though. Do you hear it right now in my voice? It's still, if you follow the last show, I was telling everybody how I don't feel good. I keep getting this weird sickness. I have no idea what it is. It's terrible. Terrible, though. It's currently 45 degrees, though, in the city of Oswego, and it's early. It's only about 6 a.m. Feels like 41. Highs are going to be about 46. It's cloudy. Winds are out of the northeast at 5 miles per hour. So one of my listeners gave me a suggestion, said it maybe it's MCAS, which is mast cell activation. Maybe it's that that's going on with me, but I don't know. I looked it up and I don't think it's that. And then cycling vomiting syndrome. I don't think it's that either. I did look up that. So thank you though for my listeners, listeners that are um, concerned about my health. I have no idea what it is. It's so weird. It's been going on for over a year well over a year now and it will I'll have stints where it doesn't nothing for months and months and then once it does happen I'll have some of these episodes that will last a couple days I'll have one day of respite and then all of a sudden it will hit me again right now I wanted a cup of coffee so bad this morning but I didn't have one because I'm fearful if it is an ulcer I don't want to get sick I'm not that coffee causes an ulcer but it can exacerbated I guess all right so let's get on with our before we start with our um, show with Radio Mylar and it's fun it is a good one so it's only about 26 minutes of him and I just shooting the breeze and I enjoyed this interview so much with him and I'm bummed out though because I had an interview scheduled yesterday with Kat O'Keefe if I told you guys um, if you follow the show you know she's a dream specialist and I had to reschedule. Hopefully I'll be able to reschedule it with her because I was sick, wasn't able to do it. Same as Pedro Pena from My Stuttering Life. Had to reschedule with him, so I'm going to have to redo those. My interview tomorrow with Andy Palmer is on, though, and that will be one in the can, so for later episodes. All right, laughter is the best medicine, they say, but if you're laughing without any reason, maybe you need medicine. I don't know. Maybe you'll laugh after this episode. Hopefully you will. It was a lot of fun. Sit back, relax, and enjoy my time with Radio Mylar from Oh, What a Glorious Morning. Here we go. Hello. Hello, my friend. How are you? Uh, I'm waking up. I'm good. It's the... <laughs> Just waking up? Well, I've, I've, uh, as, as sad as it is to say from a person who has a podcast about becoming a morning person, I've turned back into a night owl on purpose, mind you. Oh, on purpose. Okay. Cause it was funny. One of my last questions was going to be, how's your journey going on becoming a morning person? <laughs> <laughs> it was going quite well. I was waking up at six in the morning and being quite productive, but, uh, 
then all of this nonsense happened. Um, that which shall not be named. That, that will <laughs> not be named. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I found that I. I, I oh, Eddie. <laughs> is, that, is that your producer? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah. No, I, I found I couldn't go outside without like go, going for walks was stressful because I had to avoid people. I couldn't. Yeah. I had to constantly try to cross the street. And so I thought to myself, you know what? Let's become a night owl again again and then so like after midnight i go for walks in my neighborhood and beyond and there's just nobody around it's great so i get my exercise and i get to go for walks i get to go outside every every night and it's so freak, it, it is freakishly weird it is freakishly weird all right let's uh this it's gonna be adventuresome it's gonna be epic <laughs> it's gonna be um I don't know. I think it's going to be fun <laughs> with all this anticipation now. When did you start? Oh, what a glorious morning. I suppose, um, got over a year ago. Okay. Uh, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I just, there's... I just jumped, I just jumped right into this, this, uh, this interview without actually introducing myself or anything. I just, cause we know each other. No, well, that's we... groovy. Yeah. That's, that's why my, <laughs> my, my, my listeners are going to know about you and know about you anyways, because before, what I'll do is be, before we start, I'll, I'll I'll do my whole rigmarole and everything like that. But oh yeah, but, right. But I do, you know, it brings me my next thing though is like basically what's your origin story? You know, if you were a superhero and I'm leafing through the comics, what's your background? Because I you sound so natural of what you do, you know, and I think you just have that aura of you just really enjoy life i think it sounds like it it sounds like you're fun person you're creative and you have some kind of origin background story that i know is interesting <laughs> well patrick thank you so much for you're saying welcome. That. you also sound very natural at what you do as thank i've you, sir. when i it's one of the ways we first met as I, I thought you sounded like a cbc narrator for a radio show <laughs> yeah uh, so i grew up in a family of comedians okay which you may or may not have known, um, like professional comedians. My, wow. Yeah, both of my parents, my mother and my father, were professional comedians. Uh, my mother was a, a comedian on CBC Radio for uh, a number of years, and my father was a stand-up comedian in the Maritimes, kind of famous within the Maritimes, um, for 35 years. Wow. And, yeah, and so, like, entertaining people was just kind of part of the family <laughs> yeah so if, if we were back like in the 20s you'd be a vaudeville family almost like yeah yeah you know, like so like me getting up on stage i never have i don't have stage fright i can get up in front of two thousand people and talk and i'll be fine i mean maybe a little bit nervous but nothing no not not the crippling fear that a lot of people have did you know that public speaking is the number one fear in yeah, the world that and number yeah that doesn't surprise me at all i even though I love what I do and I've been doing it for over three years, there's times I still will get into my head before I push that scary red button and go, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, it's because you don't you don't edit. You just like whatever comes out is what you put out. So, I, I mean, that's daunting to me. Yeah. Like yeah. I I I re-record so much <laughs> yeah and this, so, this so many times this will not be edited this will be so mind our p's and q's but this will be, because i don't <laughs> that's one of the weird things i did an interview the other day and uh, i forgot to tell my guests that my podcast has always started as not explicit and i can't change it now because i'm too deep into it and he dropped an f-bomb and he was like oh can i do that and i'm like uh no 
<laughs> I, as you know, I swear like a sailor. So do I. <laughs> I. In real life, though, in real life, I do. And so, but when I started the podcast, I just didn't. And now, like I said, that I'm so deep into it, it'd be like listening to Joe Rogan and all of a sudden he doesn't swear anymore. You'd be like, is Joe okay? <laughs> so if I started swearing right now, it would throw off my audience, I think, you know, and I don't think my audience would mind so much, but I think it would. God, kind of throw them off, you know. <laughs> I, th- I think it would throw them off dramatically. Yeah, yeah you should yeah. have you should have like a swearing episode, just one episode. Yeah, mark it as explicit <laughs> and say this is better. Not bring your kids. <laughs> so, what what what's your most useless skill? <laughs> uh, I would have to say playing the William Tell overture on my teeth. <laughs> you can do that, real. Yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> like with the not the fingers, like where you're doing a little piano fingers. Yeah, my my nails on my two front teeth. My father used to be able to do it, and I guess I picked it up from him. <laughs> I've heard people do it kind of with their throat, you know, where they're doing it with their pinging on. The, it's okay. So seriously though, but what what do you think your most valuable skill is? My most valuable, as in as in monetarily, or well, just no, like because valuable can, to me. I don't know. I kind of threw in the what. What is your most useless skill? But what's your? What do you think your best skill? Is? I, I thought for sure you'd want to hear me play the William Tell. I do. I do. I didn't want to put you on the. I didn't want to put you on the spot and have you go. Well, I didn't want to do it. I do want to hear it. My audience wants to hear it too. I don't know if I. Can, I haven't done it in years. So let me let me see if I can. Hold on. Now the pressure's on. You might have to increase the volume. Let's see if I can do this. <clears throat> I haven't done that oh in so my, long. It, that was amazing. It was awful. It was not a very good. I could I could have done way better ten years ago. <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds awful painful. <laughs> <laughs> not that bad. No. <laughs> uh, my most valuable skill. I um. Well, I'm a. I, I'm. I podcast for for a hobby, but what my profession is, I'm a filmmaker. And so I've got uh, several short films, commercials, and a feature film under my belt. So I'm, I'm a, a director, a writer and director of, of, of films. And, uh, and I'd say that's my most value. That's what I'm in love with is filmmaking. That's groovy. Tell us, tell us where, where can, before we, instead of ending and saying at the end, hey, tell us now, where can we find that stuff now? Where can people find your creative outlet that you have been putting out to the world? Yeah, no, I wish my films were online for people to see. Uh, my producer, who produced all of my, almost, uh, like 90% of all my things, um, he wouldn't allow any of the films to go online. And for good reason, is because if you put your films online, then they're automatically disqualified from entering into film festivals. And film uh-huh. festivals, yeah, film festivals are very important for um in Canada, we've got something called Telefilm, and Telefilm is one of the major governing bodies for funding. Uh, to get your 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 films made, and it really helps to get accolades and awards from festivals and things of that nature to help kind of grow, climb that telefilm ladder without getting too technical. And if you're disqualified from going into film festivals, it makes climbing that ladder a little harder. So, um, that, yeah, that makes sense, though. Well, kid, what is it that you directed, though? What did you create? Um, well, I, 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 it was a, this is this is a uh, an exciting and a sad story because the it's sad because the industry five years ago died and has not recovered in Nova Scotia, which we may have talked about before. I'm not sure. Um, But so um, about a decade ago, I I met my my producer and we 
made some scripts and we got some funded short films made. So like Father and then Ticonderoga and then Wingman, which were all short films, comedies. One was a dark family dramedy and the other two were comedies and one was a... Do you remember, um, have you ever seen Trailer Park Boys? Yes. Yeah. So do you remember J-Rock? I, well, I don't know if I remember the char- characters as much, except for Bubbles. <laughs> J Rock was the J Rock was the blonde rapper, the the guy who was way too old to rap, and he was oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So he's Jonathan Torrance is the name of his of the guy who plays him, and I got him to play Cupid in one of my films, and it's called Wingman. If you search for it, you can probably find it online with Jonathan Torrance, Wingman with Jonathan Torrance, yeah, and. And he's uh, he plays Cupid, who's sent to weddings by his mother, Venus, uh, because that's where people fall in love the most is at weddings. And instead of a bow and arrow, he's got a magical camera and whoever he takes photos of, they fall in love. So he's got a list of people he has to make fall in love at these weddings. Uh, But he's never allowed to fall in love himself because that's his job. He's Cupid. And and then there's a mix up with his camera and it's just all haywire goes goes nuts. So you might be able to find that. I want to find that. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds so interesting that. That explains a lot why you just seem to have that real entertainment, whatever. You know what I mean? Some people have it. Some people don't. I've had friends that have heard um, your call-ins to, the, to We Live on a Planet before, and they're like, oh, my God, who was who that? And one person was like, was that you? And I'm like, no, that's not me. That was a <laughs> caller calling in to me. <laughs> but it's just that you have that. I like it. You know, I, I would love to meet with you and buy you a nice seafood dinner sometime. Oh, my goodness. That'd be lovely. <laughs> you know, I, I have to ask you a question. Odd, oddly specific seafood. Yeah, but I'm down. <laughs> yeah. how, how would how would human life be different if crocodiles could fly? <laughs> I'm loving these interview questions. Where are you finding these? Hey. Send me the list. I need to have these questions for myself. For my, if I ever have guests on. How, I did okay. a lot. I did a lot of drugs in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> you have this list prepared for a while, yeah. How would life be different if crocodiles could fly? Well, yeah. crocodile hunting would be a thing, like yeah. uh, like a big, big thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't like, even think of that. Yeah, right. But I mean, if crocodiles could fly, you're just talking about dragons, really. Ooh, like, cause, right? Because, <laughs> like, what else? In order for a crocodile to fly, they would need wingspans that would be monumentally huge, right. and they would kind of look like dragon, like weird dragons, like pickle-like dragons, but dragons nonetheless. So, minus the fire breathing. Yeah, exactly. So, so really, the question is, what would you know? What would life be like today if dragons existed and still existed? Um, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. Okay, uh, I don't, you... I don't, I don't have the answer to that. Other than I think dragon hunting or crocodile flying crocodile hunting would be, would be I think would be I a sport. Taking leisurely walks would probably be different. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, do you want to go out for a walk? No, not really. Bring your spear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's it's migration season. Can you imagine just flocks flocks of them? Right. Oh, um, like, well, as the as the states is is covered with with um gun toting in like a whole bunch of people just there's so many guns and and ak-47s and automatic machine guns it would if if flying crocodiles were everywhere then i would say the states would be one of the safest places to visit in the world because (laughs) everyone would be able to protect you from all the fly crocodiles would you rather be itchy or sticky for the rest of your life (laughs) 
There's no good answers here, so choose the better two evils. <laughs> this is the most fun I've ever had in an interview. <laughs> I had to get creative because I'm like, if Mylar's on my show, I have to be creative with him. <laughs> uh, sticky, because I can't be itchy for a second. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's it's mad. You ever try to meditate and there's an itch and you're just yeah. trying not to scratch it? I hate and then that's that. all you can think about? Yeah, if I were, I can deal with sticky. It would just <laughs> sticky. You could turn into some kind of superpower. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, climb yeah, walls. You could, yeah, but itchy. You know, like not itchy, man. But so it brings me to superhuman powers. If if you could choose, I mean, I know this is such a generic question of telekinesis. What telekinesis? Oh, I've I, had that ready to go since fifth grade. Yeah, that would be <laughs> neat. I would want that, but I'd also like maybe want the power. Of the punch of a mantis shrimp. Do you know what a mantis shrimp is? I do. Yes. Yeah. Those <laughs> little those little suckers can punch as hard as the sun. It will create a thing called cavitation. And I'm like, I want the punch of that. Jesus. Have you ever seen an anime called One Punch Man? No. It reminds me of the. I think if that's your superpower, if that's what you dream of having, go look up. You know what an anime is, right? Like yeah, Japanese anime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go look up the anime One Punch Man. It's hilarious for one thing. Like it's it's funny. It's a comedy. Um, and it's about this guy who just this regular average dude who discovers that he just, just decides one day to be a superhero. He doesn't have any superpowers, so that he thinks he can't shoot lasers out of his eyes or fly or anything like that. He just he sees all these superheroes out there doing their superhero thing and he thinks that looks fun. I want to do that. Little does he know he has a superpower, which is when he gets into a fight with any villain, no matter how strong or tough, he can defeat them with one punch. One punch. <laughs> Bruce Lee style. Yeah. And it's very, very funny. <laughs> so no that sure. would be you. You would be you would be one punch man. That would be nifty. That's not <laughs> the only power I want. I just thought that would be a unique one because my ultimate one, if they said, wait a minute, you can only have one power. I really want the power of flight because ever since I was a little child, I saw Superman first run in the movie theaters and that came out in like 1979. So I was, I think nine years old, just wide eyed looking at how it seemed real to me when I'm watching it on the big screen and watching this man fly. And I'm like, I just want to fly. And ever since then I've had dreams that are very vivid and reoccurring that I can fly. Wow. Yeah, no, I've I've only had a few of them, but I, I too would love to fly. I've always, ever since a small kid. Actually, it was a movie that it was X-Men uh, in 2000, the original X-Men. Me and my friend went to go see it, and we were walking out of it thinking, you remember Rogue, the X-Men yeah. Rogue? How, what, like, we were thinking, like, oh, geez, what an inconvenient superpower she has. She can never touch anyone ever again for the rest of her life without absorbing their power and almost killing them. And I'm like, and then we got to thinking, like, well, yeah, why aren't there other inconvenient superpowers? These are random mutations. Everyone's got these awesome mutations. What about people who've got really inconvenient mutations? So we started making up superheroes with inconvenient superpowers. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, like itchy or sticky. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like what, what we came up with is um, Wonder Cripple, who was, it's a horrible name, but this is like 20 years ago, we were kids. Um, and he, he can... Every time he throws himself off of a cliff, he has a 50% chance of flying. Oh <laughs> it's like, do you remember that show in Living Color? 
Yes, yeah, I never. I, that, yeah, it was a long time. Damon ago. Wayans did Handyman. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, he did. He was um, a, a handicapped person that had super abilities, and he just would come and save people when they were being wrong. Like if somebody took a parking spot that was a handicapped parking spot, but they did the in living color twist onto it, so it was very edgy. In living <laughs> color was awesome, anyways. You know what I mean? That was a good show. That was I was too young for that. I, I only remember bits and pieces of it, but I remember my friends really liking it. Yeah, that was good. Kids in the Hall was another good one. That's from out your they're that's, uh, Canadian. that's Canadian. And yeah. they're coming back. Oh, really? Yeah, they're 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 making a comeback. They're having a, another season. I think I don't know how many episodes, six to ten or something like that. But uh yeah, they're all of them are coming back for another for another season and it, like Canadians are super excited about this. It's gotta be something in the water in Canada because besides being some of the friendliest people I've ever met, Canadians are some of the funniest people. Some of the most famous comedians and stuff have come out of Canada and second city and places like that. I just think of Canada. Don't you remember SCTV? Yeah. Yeah. SCTV. You think of those places and I'm like, you know, they just scream, you know, um, comedians to me of nice people and comedians so it's got to be something in the water or the air in canada ryan reynolds is canadian jim ryan carrey reynolds. is canadian yeah um, um I'm trying to think who else uh rick moranis is rick moranis right? definitely canadian <laughs> yeah rick moranis hey take off eh? you hoser <laughs> i love those the mckenzie brothers that was the best you know but i'm older so i remember those guys when they did like the 12 days of christmas with a beer and stuff <laughs> good stuff yeah good stuff. i don't know there's a lot of comedians coming out of canada, uh, canada and musicians too which is really weird but i guess it's just how we cope with the the, the non-stop freezing temperatures and uh and lack of food and and warmth i guess <laughs> <laughs> it's awful cold in nova scotia i see that i because i put you on my in my weather on my phone of a lot of places that will um follow the show or whatever that are in different countries i want to know what time it is there or whatnot and i i see in nova scotia it's cold an awful lot there oh it's seven degrees let me go outside oh it's nice oh my god seven degrees celsius i don't know what that's yes, celsius. I'm out of my deck right now and it's, there's only a, a slight frigid breeze that's i'm used to it though i'm used to it because <laughs> i'm raised right here in upstate new york and canada is only three hours away from me anyways oh so right i'm used yeah. to it but you're but Nova Scotia is colder. It definitely is colder. Oh my god, yeah, and we've got the worst weather ever. We have all the all the crappy weather. I almost swore. All the crappy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think you can I think sugar honey iced tea is allowed by the FCC. <laughs> oh really? I don't know. I think I've I've watched some some TV shows every once in a while where all of a sudden they say it and you're like, Whoa, that was on CBS or NBC and they said that. <laughs> what do you think sugar honey have, iced tea <laughs> do you have um another generic question but i'm curious do you have like a favorite like your go-to movie that you can watch over and over again oh my god yes a knight's tale a knight's that's a good one i love the music in that right it's yeah. a, knight, a knight's tale is a movie that i put into a category as a filmmaker uh i i look at it as a really bad movie that for some strange reason i could watch over and over and over and over and over again i agree it's, it's not yeah. cinematic it's not oscar worthy no. but it's just so much fun it every is. scene is its own little short film 
and every character is super fun and everything is just it's just fun to watch all the time so it's just i might go watch it today after this thank you I, yeah mine's <laughs> what's, tombstone. what's yours mine's tombstone by tombstone. hands down yeah hands down i can do that movie verbatim billy bob thornton ad-libbed almost his whole role in that movie and he was uh, just a small bit in that, but he's the one that gets slapped around by Kurt Russell in the bar when he's being a boy. I, I actually like, haven't seen it. Oh my god, that's a good movie. Maybe I'll watch that today. Yeah, that's good. Do you have Do you have a favorite song? Like a favorite? Now we did movie. Do you have a go to song? Are you into music? Oh yeah, I love music. I, I listen to movie soundtrack scores more than anything, though. Um, uh, like Apocalypse Now. What a good movie soundtrack that is. No, not just songs, but scores, like yeah. symphonic scores. Oh, nice. Like yeah, John Williams stuff? Exactly. Hans Zimmer, John Williams. Um, who else? Gosh, that's those are, I mean, those are. That I used stuff to listen makes to... your hair stand up, you know, in a good way. That makes you really, that invokes a feeling, that music. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, uh, like a Dog Chasing Cars by Hans Zimmer from A, from a Dark Knight or the Dark Knight soundtrack is yeah. it's iconic. It's amazing. And yeah, then that... Journey to the Island from Jurassic Park by John Williams is uh, it's so long. It's like 11 minutes long, but it's incredible. Yeah. No doubt. I always enjoyed the Apocalypse Now soundtrack, but that was also back in college. And I, I, I took a lot of acid back then. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a good soundtrack do you, do you have a favorite saying that everybody knows you by where your friends or family where they're like do you have your favorite go-to saying a favorite go-to saying yeah no but mine's, uh, yeah mine's, what's, what's yours mine is be curious not judgmental and it's a ripoff it's walt whitman but i love it oh i didn't know that was i thought it was yours i thought it was you just you being i thought that was an original patrick no that's walt whitman, <laughs> that's walt whitman and i love it it's just because it sums up everything. Yeah, no, I love it. That's, I mean, that's how you end your podcast. And all right, <clears throat> let's let's do something one more time, fun. All right, okay. Ten. Oh. We're gonna do a tenth. Well, just the first thing that pops into your head when it comes. All right. Okay. No pressure. Okay. All right. All right. What? On. Hold on. What is this no. game? What is this? <laughs> We're what just is... gonna rapid fire ten. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Bur burgers or tacos? Burgers. Pepsi or Coke? Pepsi. Batman or Superman? Batman. Call or text? Uh, text. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Beatles or Elvis? Beatles. Rare or well done? Rare. Beach or the woods? The woods. Would you rather be hot or cold? Hot. And this one really isn't uh, one but pineapple on pizza? Oh my God, yes. That's <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, this was really fun. I've never wasn't that great. I was, yeah, that was fun. Thank you, Mylar. I I really enjoyed. Tell us about your website before we uh, let you go, because I wanna I wanna share it with my listeners. But it's Canadian, so my is the oh what a glorious morning dot c a r r d dot c o slash. Oh, don't no, don't worry about the website. Just that's that's just a place to send me send people to the podcast. <laughs> All right, so Instagram, though, they can find you, Oh, What a Glorious Morning. Yeah, Oh, What a Glorious Morning on Instagram and Oh, What a Glorious Morn or Oh, Glorious Morn on Twitter, I think. But yeah, just go to either one. You can find me. I'm, it's, as I like to say on my podcast, if you want to find me, just pretend that you're an ex-girlfriend of mine and turned into a stalker. I'm sure it's not that hard. <laughs> right? Oh. 
This um, was a blast. It was a blast. And and to all your listeners, um, I'm I put out my podcast a lot slower than I used to. I'm now that I'm have more time on my hands, things are going to be coming into play. And you actually sent me one of your dreams that I'm going to analyze, and we're going to be putting that out uh, fairly soon. Yeah, uh, so it was freaking coming, weird. It was weird, and I had a I had a weird weird dream slightly after that where I'm. I'm sudden like it was a fun superhero dream where I'm a spider and playing with other superheroes and we're playing a game of like tag sort of thing and it's just a fun game and then out of nowhere I'm in a warehouse with a bandsaw sawing a live moose's head off and I'm like what is going on it was really really freaky (laughs) you gotta have that analyzed oh yeah But first, first I'm going to do your dream. So if your audience members want to hear your dream analyzed as badly as possible by me, who I, I'm not a dream analyzer, I just <laughs> come on over to Oh, What a Glorious Morning. Yeah, I invite everybody to because it's a blast and it's fun and you're a fun person. And I, I definitely hope we cross paths sometimes. There's a reason why the universe brought us together, my friend, and I'm glad that it did. Thank you. Me too. Yeah, I'm glad too. Oh, wait, this is going to come out in May. Right. Um, well, no, I, I, depending if everything doesn't fall through, I have already one in the can that's coming out the first. And then I just did one the other day with um, Medicine Remixed. Oh, yes. Uh, Medicine with, Remixed. Yep. Reach. And then I have one coming up with Andy Palmer. Oh, yeah. Col- uh, yep. Camp Colbrook. Yeah. Yep. And um, Kat O'Keefe. So I'm going to try to squeeze. I'm, I got to look at my stuff and try to squeeze it out sooner than later, Mylar, because I don't want you to be hanging in this ether forever. <laughs> oh, no worries. Uh, listen, if anytime, this was the most fun I've ever had in an interview, these rapid fire questions, uh, and then followed by even more rapid fire. It was super fun. Gets Groovy. My, gets my brain going, um, and it was Good. really funny. So I'll, if, if, one, I will gladly do this again. Two, Please send me any links you have where you found these questions, unless these just came from that amazing brain of yours. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, thanks fun. again for having me on, Patrick. I really appreciate it. And your podcast is awesome as always. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Stay warm in Nova Scotia. I, I will do my best. <laughs> I'm uh, Stay warm in uh, Oswego, New York. Yeah, I will do my best as well, my friend. All right. Peace out. All right. Peace. So, <laughs> wasn't that a blast? I really enjoyed that interview with Radio Mylar. It was so fun. It was so fun to just kind of ask him some really off-the-wall questions. And uh, our chemistry is just, I would like to do a show with him. That would be fun to just kind of have a Canadian and American twist on things. That would be fun because uh, he's out in Nova Scotia. Thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Remember, laughter is the best medicine. So try to laugh in this situation that we're in right now. It's pretty, it's a big bummer. It really is. My mother-in-law just made some masks for us though. So I'm excited we'll be getting, I don't know how I'm going to get them though. Because I don't want to go over and get them from her. Maybe she'll, maybe we can mail them to one another or something. My wife has a mask for me though that I will be wearing when I go out I don't plan on going out anywhere soon, though. We're pretty stocked up on supplies, so we don't need to go anywhere. It's just weird when you you know you can't go anywhere. Like, I want to fly my drone. Today's going to be a good flo- drone flying weather, and 
if I feel okay, if I still feel up to it. But there's no, I can't, it's hard to fly it right out in my backyard. There's too much stuff out there. And I want to bring it to a park, but I'm not allowed. And it figures I've been all winter long waiting to fly this thing. And I said, as soon as the weather gets nice, I can't wait to get up and fly this little bird. Get it up in the air. All right, my friends. Thank you. And stop on by Friday. We'll have our regular show where we'll do this day on history. We'll, we'll head on over to the facts site. We'll probably, I'm going to try to remember, I keep forgetting to do the word of the day because we are heard around the globe here. We live on a planet and not all of our listeners are English speaking as their first language. And word of the day was fun. Strength, strengthens our vocabulary anyways and helps us learn something. It's always good to learn. And um, all right, I'll put in the show notes where to find uh, Mylar on Twitter, and we'll uh, talk to you real soon, my friends. Thanks again for your time. I appreciate it. Do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today the best you can, and stay healthy. Stay at home. Stay uh, social distancing from one another so we can get through this and get back to some normalcy. All right, my friends. Peace. Peace. <laughs>